I was invited to men's group by a coworker. When I got there, everybody made me feel very welcome, including Pastor Joseph. I didn't even know he was a pastor, and here I am. Since my time at Common Bond, I've come to know God in a deeper and more personal way. And as we discuss the Bible, He gives me structure and discipline that lets me hear from God and know the plan that He has for my life. This leap of faith has made me more dependent on God's words and promises. It's taught me to serve all people in every area of my life. At Common Bond Church, you'll connect with God through authentic relationships. You'll begin to discover more about God than you've ever experienced before and you'll begin to grow in your faith, your relationship, and your identity with God so that you can begin to lead for God by sharing His truth and love with others. This amazing experience is a place where you too can connect, discover, grow, and lead for God here at Common Bond Church. It is now time for us to open up God's word and to hear what God has to say to us this Christmas season. The title of our message today is Seeing the Miracle This Christmas Season. So we'll hear that message, but first we'll worship together in song. So prepare your hearts by being able to worship God and praying that he begins to speak to us boldly during the message. Amen.
In your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew chapter 1, and together we'll read verses 18 through 25. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man, and not willing to put her to shame, he resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he did not know her until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this word. Thank you for the power that it has. The opportunity to change our life forever. How we think, how we live, and what we experience in this world. And so, Lord, uh, we submit to you right now. We ask that you send us your word, that you speak to our hearts, and let it accomplish all the things that you sent it to do. We pray those things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's the most wonderful time of the year. That's a phrase that I'm sure that you have heard before. It's a phrase that we hear during this Christmas season because many people talk about this being a beautiful time of year in their life. They think about the family and friends that were gathered together, the maybe the good memories that they've had when they were a child. They think about some of the baked goods that they may be eating and will eat and some of the great dinners that they'll have. It's a time for us to think about some of the hopes and dreams that that will be happening during this Christmas season. Some of us think that a miracle will just show up because it's now Christmas time. For others though, this is not the most wonderful time of the year. For many others, because of those same kind of experiences of thinking about family, thinking about friends, thinking about those that they love, it is also a hard time because those people are not with them. You know, maybe we're going through something hard in our life right now, so it's not really a most wonderful time. You know, maybe we have dreams and hopes that are not presently available and not coming to pass in our life. So we're discouraged and it is not a most wonderful time. Well, today I wanted to share with us that we actually need to get our eyes off of the experiences that we want to see in this season to really understand the miracle that is this Christmas season. I want to remind us that whenever we think about the word Christmas itself, it actually starts with Christ. And Christ is actually the reality that we need to place our eyes on so that we understand fully why this is a most wonderful time of the year. In our lives today, God has a miracle for us. And I want to share with us what that miracle means, why that miracle actually is present as we live every single day, and how it actually gives us truly everything that we need in this world. I want us to, to think about the fact that whenever God is, is doing a miracle in our midst, we may think that the miracle is about us, but oftentimes it's about something greater. It's about something bigger that God wants us to know about him. 
And when you think about that perspective today, in the midst of actually thinking about this Christmas season, in the midst of it comes around every single calendar year, God is always giving us a sign that shows that something is bigger happening in our life. And that bigger means that God is present with us. In verse 23, the Bible says that Emmanuel is his name that will be called. And they call his name that because it means that God is with us. Man, I want us to understand right now that that's a pers different perspective than you and I will ever think about in this natural world. Most of the prayers that 99.9% .9 Christians have is about what we actually want to receive what blessings that we actually want God to provide for it. You know, like I mentioned before, if you think about Mary and Joseph, maybe they were thinking about having a happy family. Our prayers generally are about ourselves. But when God actually shows up on the scene in verse 23 and begins to tell us that this reality, this miracle, this sign that I'm providing for you is not about you. It is about the fact that I am with you. It changes our perspective. It changes everything that we actually need to know about life. Here's why. I want to remind us today, as we think about Christmas, that God has created us on this world, on this earth, at his disposal. He has given us an opportunity to live in his world and actually participate in the things that he has actually given to us. But if you understand anything about the way that humans live, we always instead make it about ourselves. <laughs> Even when you think about the Christmas season and the gifts that you want to have as you open them up, I'm sure you've thought about what you can experience through those gifts. I'm, I'm sure you thought about your own family experiences. And those are just the natural inclinations of humankind. We always think about what we want instead of the reality of what God is actually trying to get us to see. And the biggest thing that God actually tries to get us to see in this world is himself. I want us to think about the miracle from this perspective. The miracle of Christ Jesus was a sign that God was actually with us. We call that Emmanuel. And this wasn't the first time that God had needed to say this to the world. This prophecy was a fulfillment of something that God had said almost 3,000 years ago to the children of Israel. It was said because they were looking for God to actually show up in their midst and begin to accomplish the things that only his power, only his might could actually do. They wanted to go into battle against an Assyrian army. They wanted to know, God, will you give us victory? God, will you give us peace? God, will you give us the things? Doesn't that sound like us when we say, God, will you give me? God, will you do? God, will you provide peace? God, will you do a miracle? Well, the children of Israel were saying the same thing. And God was saying to them, I'm going to give you a sign. Honor the things that you're asking for, because there is nothing wrong with us asking things from God. But he wants us to know and to understand that our faith is not just about receiving from God. It's about having God himself. See, we're not alone and thinking about receiving a miracle just for ourselves. Now, I gave us the imagination of our thought of, of trying to recognize that maybe Joseph, maybe Mary was thinking about that this miracle of having a child was about them. I reminded us as well, when you think about the children of Israel and them wanting to actually be victorious in battle, that they were expecting God to show up and provide them with miracles in their life. At the same time, I want to show you also one of the greatest miracles that God actually ever did in history when he actually fed the 5,000 with just a couple of pieces of fish and a couple of pieces of bread. It shows us what he really wanted the world to understand about miracles themselves. In verse 28, here's what the word of God says to us in John chapter six. They said to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? They wanted to know 
Jesus, how can we receive these kind of miracles all the time in our life? <laughs> Wouldn't you want to ask God that same thing? Wouldn't you want to ask God, Lord, how can I actually always live in the, the reality of miracles to be able to experience in your goodness, your power, all the things that you are every single day? And Jesus Christ responded to them this way. This is the work of God that you believe in him whom he has sent. Instead of giving an answer of how to receive a miracle all the time in God, God wanted them to know that the miracle itself was God. The miracle itself was that God was actually present in their life. Man, that's a mouthful because in many respects, what that means to you and what that means to me is that God doesn't just always just want us to come to him praying about what we can receive in our life. Many times God just says, I just want to be the one that you come to, <laughs> that you just come to me because you actually want to be with me. One of the ways that we can actually think about what God is actually saying to us is that he is Emmanuel, God with us. And that is the miracle itself in our life is to think about this word called relationship. In a relationship, it's not about what you actually receive from another individual. It's not about what they actually do. But the greatest relationship that you can ever have with another person is just being present with that individual. You know, when you think about your greatest relationships in your own personal life, maybe you have great relationships with your parents. Uh, maybe there's a person that you grew up with that became your best friend. Maybe some of us have a spouse, husband or a wife that we are in relationship with, with that is our greatest relationship. When you think about some of those relationships, it's not about what that person does for you or gives to you. But man, you can have great experiences and the greatest experience that you'll have is just by simply being together with that individual, by simply being present, not actually giving presence, but actually being present. And that is what God is trying to get us to see and to get us to understand is that the greatest miracle that we have this season is God himself. He is truly present with us. And that is the purpose of the sign. When you and I go back to Matthew chapter one and we read the the narrative of Jesus Christ being born into this world, it's a sign to us. It's a sign to us to let us know that God is present with us. It means that we can actually spend time with him in a way that we never knew that was possible in this world. And spending time with God is the greatest thing that we can actually ever do in this world. Just like in any great relationship, the greatest thing that you can do is actually spend time with him. God uses this season. He uses the birth of Jesus Christ to remind us that he wants to be in relationship with us. As you think about this Christmas season, you think about all the things that have gotten us, what I would say, distracted, have gotten us off the course of what God is really trying to say and really trying to do. I was reminded this week, just walking down the street with a friend of what God actually has been trying to share in my heart trying to share with me about the things that are important in my life and important to actually walking with him. And the busyness of life gives me an opportunity to be distracted, to get me off of the focus of what God is truly saying. You know, there's times where you can actually be in relationship with somebody, but you're still not present with them. And there are many of us that are in relationship with God, but we're still not present with them. We are not hearing his voice. We are not taking the time to actually make the commitment of quality time that is necessary in our life with God. And so during this Christmas season, when you actually hear the word Emmanuel, 
God with us. I want us to be reminded that God has sent his only begotten son in this world to remind us, to give us a sign, to give us the miracle that he wants to be ever present in our relationship with him. He wants us to come back to him in a way that shows that he is the center of everything that we do. He wants us to not be focused on the things that he can provide for us, the power that is available for us, the words that he can say to guide and direct our life, but he actually just wants us to come and spend time with him. What a miracle it is that God of all of creation, the one who has created all things, the one who is Alpha and Omega, the one who knows all things, the one who has all power, the one who has all ability, has decided that the priority of our time with him is spent in relationship. God has decided to say to you and to say to me, the thing that I find most important that you need to know right now is that I am with you for all of eternity. I'm going to be able to walk with you and to talk with you and to tell you that I am your own. I'm going to be present with you in your highs and in your lows. I'm going to be present with you when, when you get sick. I'm going to be present with you when you be rich. <laughs> I'm going to be present with you in all manner of circumstances in your life. The Apostle Paul said it better than me when he said that we know how to abase and we can also know how to abound. We can know all things in Christ Jesus who has strengthened me. In Christ Jesus, we have this reality of being present with God in a way that is truly miraculous. That's the miracle this season. The miracle this season is knowing that whatever I go through in life, God's going to be there with me. Whatever I go through in life, the one who is the greatest entity of all of creation will always be present with me through every single circumstance. I want us to think about what does it mean to really be present with God? What does it mean to actually see the miracle of Emmanuel, God with us, and begin to live every single day? It means that we begin to think about not what God can actually do for us, but how we can actually be with God. If God says that he is with us, then we've got to figure out how to actually be with him. You know, in the world reminds us that God is spiritual. And there are certain things that defines what it actually means to be spiritual with God. It means that we have to get away from this physical world sometimes and thinking about what the things that we see and the things that we experience and get into a new realm to actually worship God in a way that is truly spiritual. To worship God means to have a vital prayer life, a vital prayer life where we actually get into a mode of conversation and relationship. And prayer life is not just about asking God our wants and our needs, but actually sometimes spending God and hearing in the spirit of God of what God actually wants us to know of what he's thinking about. You know, it's being quiet in that spiritual place and defining what that means in our life. And I wanted to share with us that maybe some of us don't really know how to do that. And so we've got to pray to God and ask him, Lord, can you revitalize what it means to actually truly be spiritual in you? And as we learn how to be more and more spiritual with God, there's playbooks. There's an understanding from the Bible of what God actually tries to get us to understand about what it means to be spiritual people in him. Getting away from this physical world and getting into that spiritual relationship that God has desired us to have. I want to read for us Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. And the Bible tells us, Here's one way that you get spiritual with me. He says, do not be drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the spirit. Be continually filled. Get into a place where I actually move about in your life. And we do that by addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You know, we, we sing to God and we hear about those great words that actually defines how great thou art in God. I will walk and talk with him. 
singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of fear. So those are some of the things we sing to God. We pray to God. We read God's word. We meditate on all the things that God is. You know, there's so many passages that we can turn to. Turn to Psalm chapter one. It begins to define what a spiritual man looks like when he meditates on the Lord day and night. You know, those are the things that we actually need to do. And it's, it's really important that we do that in this world because as I mentioned before, this world is very distracting. The world that we actually live in, our own personal lives can actually choke out the spiritual relationship that God truly defines for us. And we can begin to just use God as a place to actually receive the benefits of what happens in this physical world. But God is saying to us and saying to you right now that your miracle really is in this season is defining and understanding that I am with you. I am Emmanuel, and I need you to walk away from this physical world sometimes and get into a spiritual relationship with me because that's where you'll find true fruit. That's where you'll find true blessing in everything that you're actually doing in this world. Being in a spiritual relationship this year means that we'll actually see the miracle that God has in our life. You know, and seeing the miracle that God has in our life is important because if we're so focused on where we're trying to get to and what we're trying to do, and you could be the best Christian, the best individual, but you're so focused on trying to get somewhere that you can actually miss exactly what God is actually doing right in your midst right now. It's kind of like walking outside and being busy to try to get down the road and running into somebody because you're so focused on what's ahead that you can't see what's in the present. And today, God wants to remind us and wants us to see that your miracle, the thing that you're believing for is already right in front of you. It's God himself. It is Emmanuel. So am I telling us to not believe and not to ask God for the things that he provides? Not at all. But what I am sharing with us is that God is trying to see that the greatest miracle that he could ever do in your life, that he could ever do in my life, is being present with us. That's Emmanuel. So as you think about your miracle this season, as you think about this holiday season, this Christmas season, and you think about the gifts and the presents and the good times that you have, I don't want you to forget that our greatest miracle right now in our midst is that God is present with us. Spend some time with God this Christmas. Spend some time with him in a way that shows and demonstrates that all that he can provide for us pales in comparison to the relationship that he has actually given to us. And as I've shared this message today, I want to let you know that this was a message that's primarily driven to individuals that already are walking with God. Individuals that already have the capacity to walk outside this physical world and tap into the spiritual reality because they've been born again. But if you have not yet been born again, all the things that I am saying to you are not yet available to you. But through the grace of God, we have an opportunity right now to be able to hear God saying to your heart and saying to my heart that it's time for a change. So I would love to offer to pray with you, to pray with you in a way that you receive this born again experience that we define as this new reality in Christ. And if you want to do that with me, just repeat these words right now. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you have been sent in this world by God so that you can be a sign that you want to be with us. Lord, I believe in all that Jesus Christ came to do. I believe that he came into this world, that he died for my sin, that he rose again. And because of those things, I now believe in him so that I may have eternal life. For all. If you have prayed that prayer with me, 
I would love for you to reach out to me on our website at commonbondchurch.org or if you're any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, you can uh, contact us in those chat rooms at any time and we'll be able to get your information because we want to give you the next steps of your faith. We want to let you know what God has promised us and how we are to live in him because of this precious gift of grace that he's given us through his son, Jesus Christ. And so, man, my family, my friends, those that call themselves part of the Common Bond Church family, you know, thank you so much for joining us this Christmas season so that we can celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is coming to the world. He is Emmanuel. He is actually with us. Let me pray for us with one last word of benediction. May the grace of God be with us. May the mercy of God be with us. We have one true Savior. His name is Jesus Christ. Let us all go in peace. Have a great day. Amen. A new